Amen. And it says, Now therefore fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in truth and put away the gods which your father served on the other side of the flood and in Egypt and serve ye the Lord. And if it seems evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose ye this day whom you will serve. Whether the gods which your father served that were on the other side of the flood or the gods of the Amorites in whose land ye dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Amen. 16 says, and the people answered and said, God forbid that we shall forsake the Lord to serve other gods. Amen. Now, here in the Bible, sincerity is defined as being honest, truthful, genuine in one's faith and actions. Amen. Sincerity is often paired with truthfulness. Amen. And if you would turn with me to Psalms 25 and 5, we're going to get back into Joshua, but I just want to uh, put a few things together, but Psalms 25 and 5, and I'm reading this out of the NIV, amen. Psalms 25 and 5, it says, guide me in your truth and teach me, for you are God my Savior, and my hope is in you all day long, amen, all day long, amen. When we read these scriptures in Joshua, This shows here that Joshua also understood that he, as the priest of his house, was charged with the responsibility to see that his whole house served the Lord, worshiped the Lord, and honored the Lord. Amen? He had the job of representing his whole house before God. Now here, he asked a question to the people here in 15 and 16 when he said, and if it seem evil unto you, serve the Lord. Amen? Choose ye this day whom you will serve, whether the God which your fathers served that were on the other side of the flood or the gods of the Amorites in whose land ye dwell. But as for me, and I'm saying this for myself, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Amen. And it says here, it says, and the people answered and said, God forbid. They knew better. Amen. It says, God forbid that we shall forsake the Lord, to serve other gods. They saw God's works and experienced his blessings, so it made sense for them to exclusively serve God who had done so much for them. Amen? We have seen his works in people's lives up close and impersonal. Amen? I can say for myself, I have seen God's work in some of the people's lives that are around me now. Amen? Even in the saints, amen, the saints that are here tonight, amen, we have heard of his works in and through others, amen. Now, the real test of our faithfulness to God is counted all joy when you're going through something, amen. When we meet trials of various kind, to know the testing of our faith produces steadfastness, amen, that we may perfect and completely be whole in Christ Jesus, amen? The testing of faith is the test we will go through in our lives to help produce perseverance, amen? Some tests can be long, some can be short, some can be emotional, and some can be spiritual, 
or even physical, amen? But as followers of Christ, we will go through tests and come out victorious. See, you have to believe that you're going to come out victorious, amen? You have to believe that because we have the help of the Holy Spirit, amen? Now, God has indwelled his followers, us, with the ability to overcome evil, fear, and temptation. How is that possible? Through his power, through his spirit, amen? God's power is given to us through his spirit, amen? God's power enables us to live a life devoted to him to experience his glory and goodness, amen? God's power also comes with the responsibility of using it wisely and in accordance with his will, not our own, amen? When Father God has given us, his children, essentials that the service of God's people be performed with a willing heart. No one is forcing any of us to do something that we don't want to do, amen? And God is the same way. He's not forcing any of us to do anything that we don't want to do. He has given us a choice. But the Bible tells us this, with a willing mind, in Ephesians, I mean, in Philippians uh, 2, 5, it says this, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, amen? See, the worldly mind that we had once before, that's gone. That's long gone, amen? Jesus' mind was to follow his father's call to do his will, amen? Love is the only genuine principle which all acceptable service of God can spring, amen? The father seeketh only such to worship him as we worship him in spirit, and in truth, amen? Now, let me say this. Following God is a sign of worship, amen? People don't understand that sometimes, amen? But following God is a sign of worship. How do we follow God in worship? We love Jesus. We love Jesus the way that he loves us, amen? Do what Jesus did. Teach what Jesus taught. Surround ourselves with those that love Jesus, Amen? See, we can't be in Christ if we surround ourselves with those that are not of Christ. Amen. Following Jesus means this, being firm and unwavering, devoted and committed. Amen. That means that when you follow Jesus, you have to continue to follow him day and night, all day long, 365 days a year, 24-7. Amen. Being devoted means being characterized by loyalty. Amen. It means to give our time and effort completely to him to believe and trust the process. Amen. I know that when we do go through things, we don't know how we're going to come out. But we have to believe that God is going to bring us through. Amen. We have to leave behind our selfish past and living in Christ's example and instructions daily. Amen. So the past that we had before, we have to let that go. Amen. It means that teachings of Jesus make a constant effort to obey his instructions and submit to his will. Amen. See, many people have a hard time submitting to his will. Amen. As followers, we are to respond to Jesus. Amen. Jesus said in John 10, 27, he says this. He says, my sheep hear my voice. Amen. And I know them and they follow me. Amen. It means that Jesus followers hear his voice by faith 
and are approved by him as loving him and following him and keeping his commandments and believing on him. Amen. So as we spread the gospel, doing what Jesus did, teaching what Jesus taught, Jesus commands us to share the good news of the gospel. Saints, I will say this every time that when God has blessed you, share it with someone. When a good word has come to you, share it with someone. Amen. Matthew 28, 19 tells us this. Jesus said, go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. He didn't say not to. Amen. He's telling us to go and ye therefore teach all nations. That means everybody. Amen. No one is exempt from hearing God's word, amen. As followers, Jesus said, go throughout the world and share the word with others. Jesus said that he speaks exactly, I hear what he speaks, I hear exactly from the Father, amen. Jesus speaks nothing of himself. Everything that he speaks is from his Father, amen. In John 5, 19, it says this. It says, then answered Jesus and said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, the son can do nothing of himself. Amen. But what he sees the father do for what things for whatsoever things he doeth, these also doeth the son likewise. Amen. And that's not the only time he said that because he said the same thing in John 530. He said this, I can of myself of my own self. I can of my own self. Do nothing. As I hear, I judge. My judgment is just because I seek not my own will, but the will of the Father which has sent me. See, God has sent us out, saints. And many times we hear that we have to share what God has given us. Amen? God constantly pours into each and every one of us. Amen? But we have to pour out to others that are in need to hear it. Amen? We are to never stop following the Lord, amen? But many, many have allowed their commitment to Christ to fall by the wayside, amen? Galatians 5 and 7 tells us this. Ye did run well. Now, I want y'all to hear this. Ye did run well. Who did hinder you that you should not obey the truth? We have to be careful because there's a lot of who's out there, amen? A lot of who's out there. Many in this Christian race, when they first start off professing the, the faith, they embrace and hold fast with a zeal to the truth of the gospel. And I can tell you this, when I first got saved, that's all I wanted to do is tell somebody about Jesus, tell somebody about Jesus on fire for the Lord to tell them about it. But as the time went on, what do you think happened? That fire slowly dwindled down. And what I said I was going to do, I slowed down on it, amen? When we give our life to Christ, we're zealous in the beginning. But see, God wants us to continue to be that way throughout, amen? But many times we allow the things of the world to Slow us down. Amen. 
you know, like a piece of charcoal is on fire and it's bright red. But the longer it goes and the more water you put on it, what do you think? It starts to smolder. Amen. It starts to go out. It starts to smoke. And then it just slowly just goes out. Amen. But God has not called us to do that. Amen. He wants us to be on fire for him, sharing his word with everybody we come in contact with. Faithful followers are committed to the faith. Amen. But now many are being enticed and, de and deceived. Amen. I'm telling you, saints, I continue to see and continue to hear things that it's, it's, it's mind blowing. You see great men of God that I grew up on listening to. And many of them are talking about another God and they're talking about other things. Amen. If God is such a great guy, why is he allowing people to go to hell? Why is he sending people to hell? People have to understand this. God is not sending anybody to hell. People are sending themselves. Amen. Many are being enticed and deceived and are following no more. Amen. In John 6, 66, and I'm reading this out of the NIV. It says, from this time, many of his disciples turned back and no longer follow him. Do you know what causes people to stop following you? The truth. People don't want to hear the truth because when you tell the truth, you expose the light that people are living. Amen. It's kind of like turning the lights on and you see all the negativity that's surrounding these people. Amen. John says, from this time, many of his disciples turned back and no longer followed him. This verse refers to the general group of people who have been following Jesus and listening to his teachers who have been offended. Who were offended or who are confused by his word? But we know it wasn't confusion because the Bible tells us here in 1 Corinthians 14, 33, it says, for God is not the author of confusion, amen, but of peace as in all churches of the saints, amen. God is not the author of confusion, amen. This verse shows hardness of the human heart. And believe me, saints, it's getting hard out here. And people are getting rotten, amen. Hardness of the heart and the need of God's grace to believe and follow Jesus. This is what people need to hear, amen. In 2 Thessalonians 2, 3, it says this. Let no man deceive you by any means. This means there are going to be many who's coming to deceive many. Amen. It's going to be many who's coming to deceive many. Amen. For that day shall not come except there come a falling away first. And the man of sin be revealed the son of perdition. Amen. And so, you know, people are trying to figure out who is this son of perdition. What's going on in the world? The world is continuing to grow evil, amen? But saints, as the world grows evil, we have to continue to follow Jesus, amen, and be consistent, Lord God. Thank you, Father. In Galatians 5 and 8, it says this. This persuasion cometh not of him that called you. Who called you? Who called you? 
Because this persuasion that's going on in this world is not of Christ, amen? It's not of God, amen? At the root of it all, Galatians were leaving Jesus to pursue false and empty teachings of man. That's exactly the same thing that's happening right now. Men are following false teachings, amen? Many will be deceived. Many will serve other gods. Matthew 6 and 24 tells us this. It says, no man can serve two masters, amen? So you can't be in the club on Saturday and in the church on Sunday. We're in the same outfit, amen? You can't do that, amen? It says, no man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold fast to the one and despise the other, Ye cannot serve God in mammoth, amen? Now, mammoth is a biblical term for riches, amen? Often used to describe the debasing influence of material wealth. The term was used by Jesus in his Sermon of the Mount teachings, amen? Now, writers commonly interpret this as an evil demon or God, amen? That's what they interpret mammoth as, amen? A choice has to be made for us, amen? One will lead you to everlasting life. That's Jesus, amen? And one will lead you to death, amen? And what do you think the devil want to do? Steal, kill, and destroy any way possible he can, amen? And the devil is the one that sends those who's to come in to hinder the walk that you have, amen? Jesus said, follow me 13 times in the Bible. Now, when Jesus says something even once, that saying has an eternal significance, amen? When he says it once, amen? See, you know how many times you, you, as a child, your parent had to tell you over and over and over again, over and over and over. But see, then you have some of those parents that when I say it once, that's it. Jesus should only have to say it once to us, amen? But he himself repeated this 13 times. It means he wants to bring something to close attention to us, amen? Jesus wants our attention, amen? There is only one path for us to follow, amen? One path, and he made it simple. There's no fork in the road. There is no fork in the road. Amen. It is either you're following the Lord Jesus Christ or you're not. Amen. This is why Joshua in 24, 15, Joshua told the Israelites to choose whom they will serve, God or other gods. Anytime you hear other gods, what do you think that means? It's not of God. Amen. Anytime you hear other gods, it's not of God. Amen. Elijah said the same thing in 1 Kings 18.21. Elijah came unto all the people and said, How long have ye between two opinions? If the Lord be God, follow him. It's easy and simple. It's easy and simple. God does not make it difficult. He puts it right out there for us it's two things. It's not ten. It's two things. Choose you today who you will serve. Amen. If the Lord be God, follow him. But if Baal, then follow him. And the people answered him, not a word. Amen. You know why the people don't want to answer when you ask them 
a, a, a question like that? Because they're still trying to weigh the options. Well, if I do this, that means I can't go to the club. I can't do this. I can't do that. I can't do this. If I do this, then I got to. I remember a time before I got saved, and I said to myself, once I give my life to Christ, all the fun ends. I can't do nothing else. Boy, was I in for a shock. Amen. I was in for a surprise. Amen. Because I thought being a Christian was a boring life. You can't do anything. You can't go nowhere. You can't talk to nobody. And you can't have fun no more. Woo. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. If we've chosen to follow the Lord, amen, never stop following him no matter what, amen. Before Joshua died, the Israelites assured him that they would never stop serving the Lord. In Joshua 24, 16, it says this. It says, then the people answered, we will never stop following the Lord to serve other gods, amen. The Bible says in Joshua 24, 31, it says, Israel served the Lord all the days of Joshua and all the days of the elders who outlived Joshua, who had known all the works of the Lord, which he had done for Israel. Amen. When you look back at how good God has been to you, do you think you want to leave and go out here and try something else? I know I don't. Amen. I know I don't. Because the, the, the good thing about it is I've seen what's out there and I've experienced what's out there. I was a part of it out there. Amen. But the life I live now, L, oh, and I thought I wasn't going to have no good time. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Following Jesus means we live from his example and his instructions. Amen. From his example and his instructions. I didn't know what I was doing out there. And many other people don't know what they're doing. You know what a lot of other people are doing? Following other people, hoping that they know what they're doing. It's the blind leading the blind. Amen. We as followers truthfully have to obey and submit to his will by faith, even when it exceeds understanding. Amen. You ain't going to know everything right away. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 tells us this. Trust in the Lord. With all thy heart, lean not toward thy own understanding. In all thine ways, acknowledge him. Acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. Amen? See, I, Lord, Lord, I can't do it by myself. I can't do this by myself. There's no way I can do this by myself. To truly follow Christ means he has become everything to us. Everyone follows something. Friends, popular culture, family, selfish desires, or God. Amen? We can only follow one thing at a time. But many people try to follow many different things. Amen? We have chosen to follow the right thing than other things. Amen? We have chosen to follow God. Amen? God's commandment is that we have to have no other God before him. That means your wife, husband, house, car, job, none of that. Amen. Exodus 23 tells us that. That's one of the commandments. Thou shalt not have no other God before me. I used to see this man waxing his car 
every Sunday, and it was pristine. He, L, he took care of the car. The house was tore up, but the house, I mean, but the car, immaculate. Because he made that car his God, amen? No one could go around it. No one could touch it. And it was always at a distance, amen? But Jesus said in Luke 9, 23, he said to them all, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself. That's one of the hardest things for us to do is deny ourselves, amen? Deny ourselves and take up our cross, take up his cross daily and follow after me. Now, how many of us want to pick up a cross and carry it around daily, amen? In this world, you're either carrying a cross or bearing a curse, amen? You are either carrying a cross or bearing a curse, amen? That means that you're dragging something around with you, amen? And this is my last scripture. In Matthew 4, 19, and it says this, and he said unto them, Follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Do you know what that means? That means when you follow Christ, he's going to make you fishers of men. That means he's going to show you what you need to do to win souls. Amen. That's going to show you what you need to see. Again, saints, God has not called us to just be here. Amen. He's called us to do a work. Amen. It says, follow me. The commandment came as we have seen to those that were not prepared. Well, what do you mean they weren't prepared? When Jesus called the disciples, they weren't, they weren't waiting on him. They weren't prepared for him. They weren't. Amen? It's the same with us. See, there is no warning when Jesus, he wants us to be ready at all times. When I call you, I want you to drop everything and come with me. Amen. They weren't ready for it. Jesus never said, okay, I'm coming to your house. Prepare yourself. And then I'm going to take you with me and we're going to go somewhere. No. When Jesus went to them, he said, put that stuff down and come on with me. But there was some that said, well, I got to do this and I got to do that. That's all right. I, I don't need that. I need those that are going to drop everything that's going to follow me right now. Amen. That's what Jesus is looking for. Jesus never said, prepare yourself to follow me. He said, follow me. That's all he said. He said, follow me. That means, L, when Jesus comes to you and say, follow me, get up and go. It's not, okay, let me make sure the alarm on my truck is on and let me make sure everything's good at the house or anything. That's not what he's saying. See, when Jesus said, follow me, I mean now. Now, right now, amen? Now, Jesus never said, prepare yourself to follow him. The last scripture, I told you this is my last one, but I just, I just got to give this, amen? Paul said this in 1 Corinthians 11 and 1. 1 Corinthians 11 and 1, Paul said, be ye followers of me. That's what Paul said. See, Jesus just said, follow me. But Paul says here, be ye followers of me, even as I also am a am, as I also am of Christ. Now, follow me, Paul said, as I follow Christ. Some would probably ask, when we hear Paul say this, was Paul being arrogant when he said this? He said, follow me as I follow Christ. Amen. But you have to read the rest of it, amen. 
Some will say he's making himself more than Jesus. Why was Paul saying this? How can Paul say this? Be ye followers of me, even as I also am following Christ. Amen. Paul is saying, follow me. He is really saying, follow Jesus. Only as Paul is filled with the spirit and sanctified more and more is he able to demonstrate how Christ lived and instructs us to live. Amen. See, he was so filled with the spirit that he said, follow me as I follow Christ. Paul wasn't going nowhere else but following Jesus. That's it. He was following Jesus. And as we do the same thing, if I say, come on, follow me, like I said on uh, Sunday, when a lady said, come, come see a man, she went, she took them, they heard, they received, the multitude received what Jesus had to say unto them, amen? Many times, saints, we have opportunity. To tell people, I just told a young lady today, come to church, come see a man, amen? Come see a man, follow me as I follow Christ. I'm not putting myself up there on a pedestal either, amen? I'm just trying to show you what I know and who you need to know, amen? With that being said, saints, that's my time, amen? That's my time. I'm going to ask if you would stand with me at this time. And 